Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock Hey now, my name is Nigel. Tony Kennett from the Daily Signal joining us here, filling in for Jason Hammer. The Biden administration has done it. They've admitted it. They've said what we've been saying for years. Uh, there's going to be an increase in border crossings. Whoa. When Title 42 ends. Title 42, of course, the protocols put in place by Trump. COVID hit, it kept out, and immediately deported illegal immigrant, immigrants. But yeah, it's getting ready to end. And even Biden and the administration is now saying, eh, well, look, we're going to ask the Supreme Court for more time to phase this out. So they, want, they do want to phase it out. They do want to say, yeah, it's been years since we've been talking about the crisis at the border, but it's only been since the midterm elections, Tony Kennett, that the mainstream corporate media has been talking about it. Of course, my theory is that they didn't want to make the Democrats and Joe Biden look bad uh, ahead of the midterms. They didn't want to just, they wanted to whistle past the graveyard up Mm. until that. And now they're actually doing their jobs and covering what a disaster it is on the Southern border, especially in places like El Paso. And and it's one of those things that really aggravates you when you remember that through the entire Trump administration, he was lambasted over and over for kids in cages and just the, the sheer horror down at the border. How could someone be so insensitive when there are thousands flowing across the border into the United States, many of whom have told media that will come up and ask them, have you spoke to any border officials since you've been yeah. in the country? No, we just we just came right in and we're just flooding into the country. Citizens and communities on our southern border are so overwhelmed, even Democrat mayors are declaring states of emergency yeah. for their communities. They did it in New York. They have doofus mayor. Like the, like when, uh, who was it? Was it the DeSantis that sent the bus load of uh, migrants? To Abbott sent the bus load to New York. New York. plane loads. And then DeSantis sent Martha's a plane Vineyard. load into Martha's Vineyard. And they were like, whoa. Call the National Guard. Couple thousand? What, you know, even Washington, D.C., that the mayor there was who? Who is the mayor? The Bowser? Yeah, Bowser. Like I mean, we who have voted what? to be a sanctuary city, we who are going to oh, preen and posture—they all love sanctuary cities. They all call for universal health care until free health care for illegals. To be a sanctuary Dude, city, Tony. Ah. The, the the biggest example I could come up with is is last week or the week before, <laughs> Gavin Newsom from California, who months ago was calling for free health care for all that come to California legally or illegally. Now he's down at the border singing a different tune. Now he's requesting funds from the Biden administration. Now he's now he's criticizing the Biden administration uh, Biden administration for busing uh, uh, loads of illegal immigrants when before it was just DeSantis and it was just Abbott. During the 2020 election, I was promised that we were going to get what's called smart border security. There were going to be drones, and and we were going to have like this really high tech. We didn't need a wall. We didn't need to reform the border systems. We didn't need to supply all of our customs enforcement agency centers. What we really needed was this cool, smart, and they kind of painted some really cool utopian vision of the border. What have they been doing for the last couple of years? Oh, Where's been doing all the of this really incredible border 2.0 stuff? I mean, for God's sake, in his first 100 days, Biden wanted to halt deportations, stop the border wall. He's using all the woke tools in his arsenal to make sure as many illegals cross the border as possible. Ending Title 42. I know he's asking the Supreme Court for more time, but they want to get rid of Title 42. Well, it's a uh, COVID they, measure. It, yeah, of course. There, there needs to be a plan to replace. Title 42 of these, this health protocol. He's doing everything he can to end the 
remain in Mexico policy. Rolled back ICE immigration's enforcement. Um, he's cutting funding for border security, mm, yeah. and he's, well, he's done he's, everything he can. He's cutting, fording, he's cutting funding for some kinds of border spending, but we'll get to that later in the yes, show. Yes, <laughs> exactly. We'll get to that in just a second. But this Biden request, the administration, uh, you remember, Chief Justice, it was Roberts that halted a lower court's decision that ordered the Biden administration to wind down Title 42 by today. Right. So now the Department of Justice and the Biden administration is asking more time to wind down that program, all but admitting and realizing, yeah, this was a bad idea. But you're right. They don't have a plan in place. And, and this plan that they don't even have in place is is not just <laughs> affecting the, the migrants at the border. It's not just affecting uh, people like to sometimes I think that people in the Midwest think of the border as just some abstract concept. They don't realize that these communities, they do not have the infrastructure. They don't have the resources to hold Dude. that many people. I mean, literally the basic Nothing. necessities, people that do want to help. I'm part of a lot of uh, different groups on social media that are uh, Christian groups that do a lot of charity towards these areas. Areas that, that really go into these communities that migrants have flowed into. They said, we are overbooked at capacity. We're literally like taking basically some of the clothes off of our backs to hand to people. There's just so many, even we coming down from neighboring states, we can't even begin to help a fraction of these people that are being allowed to stream into the country. Um, And some of them are being trafficked. Let's not forget. Oh, I mean, some there, of them, there are a some large, of them. large margin. Large margin are, are being trafficked, but don't worry about it, though. The the ones that aren't being trafficked, uh, the White House says people just can't walk right in. The White House has said this. In fact, I got audio right now. White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. Oh, she's AJP. so stunning and brave. I want you to listen to this clip. Here is, here is this is her either yesterday or the day before, talking about how, yeah, people just can't walk right in to this to the country are you kidding kidding me and then right after she says that is a clip of uh msnbc reporter uh reporting from the border it is not that simple it's not just that people are walking uh, across uh, across the border we were even able to see as of last night a lot of migrants just crossing and migrants i spoke to this morning saying they haven't had any interaction with u.s immigration authorities they just walked right in that's an amazing clip the White House press secretary. It's not as easy as just walking right in. Cut to MSNBC of all corporate Where outlets. Where the former press secretary of the White House yeah, went to go and work. And exactly. now they're reporting people are just walking in. I just And you mentioned trafficking earlier. It's not just that as awful as it is already, and it's really horrible that yeah. children in the, the Ugh, sex trafficking trade it. from the South and Central America makes my blood boil, but also the hundreds of millions of doses of fentanyl that are pouring across the border as well. This is not just a national security threat. People on the left want to talk about humanitarian crises. This is a picture-perfect example of a humanitarian crisis. Meanwhile, it doesn't seem to be any plan to uh, strengthen and uphold our southern border. No. We do have a plan to send $400 million for border security to Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, among other places. Yeah, Tunisia is one of those. It's like, yes, when I woke up <laughs> this morning and I looked at the National Review and I flipped over to the foreign policy section, I was concerned about one thing and one thing alone. Our relationship with Mexico, Central and South American countries as we face the migrant crisis. I am not a foreign policy expert. So, I know this is shocking, I do some reading on it. Huh. 
you know what border I'm not concerned with? <laughs> Tunisia. I do not care about Egypt's border security problems. That is not any way, shape, or form going to affect how the day-to-day -day American lives. Again, no plan for the southern border. Fourteen, As many as 14,000 migrants waiting in Tijuana to rush the southern border as soon as they can when some of these policies end. Meanwhile, we're spending $1.7 this omnibus spending bill, this year-end spending bill they're trying to shove through before the end of the year so everybody can go home and celebrate Christmas. $400 million of that used for border security in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, like you mentioned, uh, some other places. $150 million is being used to help Jordan alone. Mm -hmm. And the big, the big spender, boy, number one, takes the cake, $45 billion in military aid to... Ukraine. And this isn't just like fresh tax dollars from your pocket to Ukraine. We are bleeding our national ammunition and fuel reserves for our military dry. Experts are now warning that we are reaching precipitously low, dangerously low levels of ammunition storage. You can't just crank that off in the day in a factory. That takes years to replenish and to restock. At a time when China is threatening all of our Pacific interests, at a time when there is violence happening in Central America and Southeast Asia, I would kind of like to have a little bit of ammunition in the stockpile, wouldn't you? I, I would too, but you, you just need to slow your roll a little bit there, Tony Kennett, because I heard the clip at the top of the hour the WIBC newsroom played of Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader, saying Americans are all for protecting Ukraine. They are interested. There, it's in our best interest to protect and defend and send billions of dollars to Ukraine. Now, we weren't on the air when you heard me, uh, when you watched <laughs> me hear that clip. I, did I respond in a, in a very warm and affectionate tone? He said. Three things, right? He yeah. said, number one, that Ukrainians were brave. He said, number two, that Ukrainians were innocent, meaning they it's don't deserve true. to have their territory uh, in, infringed upon. Both of those are correct, by the way. Both of those are very correct. One lady at our church has adopted several children from Ukraine. Oh, I've wow. spoken with her on uh, very long occasions about the crisis over there. Those are both true. Then he said, they deserve our military aid and support. Hang on. What goes on in Ukraine is not necessarily my financial or military business. And to insinuate that I have a responsibility as an American citizen to fund a war over in Ukraine, where, by the way, we don't know where the dollars are going. You have oh, no, no idea uh -uh. where are the receipts for what's being spent. These are dollars going off into the ether, and we're finding out some shady things as, as cryptocurrency markets rise and fall. That's it. I, yeah. I, I don't think Mitch McConnell, regardless of anything else, party affiliation, any of that nonsense, there is no way that you speak for me in saying that some country somewhere else deserves my dollars. Nor can they show how it's of uh, national security interest uh, for us to send not only money and billions of dollars, but Patriot missiles which Russia could look at that and say, all right, this is probably, uh, this is this is on a different scale. This is upping the ante a little bit. Right. And this is not something that I would like to escalate at all with those people. 